was like, what am I talking about? Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today we are doing a spring TBR. Yes. Um, spring was on March 20th, so almost two weeks ago, so I figured this would be a good time to say what we're reading. Okay, so me, an idiot, okay. the other the other day was like, when did spring officially start? Because yeah. I was like, I know, I know it had to have started already. Yeah. It's March. It definitely did. And so I look up spring 2023 Mm -hmm. and somehow what popped up instead is when spring ends June Mm. and I was like spring doesn't start till June (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I need to go back to school I'm so confused (laughs) like I know like I know like getting old things get weird but not that weird and also that would be six months of winter and I would die. <laughs> I was just like, did I type the wrong thing? <laughs> and then I reread it and I was like, oh, ends. Ends. Makes much more sense. Oh, God. Like, I know that the groundhog saw his shadow, but. <laughs> this is not, this is not what we need. This is not what I asked for. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, and real quick from last week's episode of Correction oh, okay, okay, okay. before I forget. So we were talking about books made into movies. Yes. And I said, sometimes it's hard to tell. I think you mentioned, like, sometimes it's hard to tell. Do people not like it because they like the book so much? Or is it? And I said, yeah, like, like holes. <laughs> and I meant horns because holes, the book and the movie were really, really great. <laughs> horns, the book, great. Horns, the movie sucked. When you so. said holes last week, I was like, man, I feel like so many people loved holes. No. Like, I was like, I feel like people loved it, but I was like, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> and then when you said that, I was like, that makes more sense. Yeah, I meant Horns by Joe Hill and the movie starring Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> not Holes the book. But then- Louis, Louis Saker, Sacker, is that his name? I can't, off the top of my head. Yeah. Starring Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Shia the Beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was i was seriously like man i was like i didn't know that she didn't like that no I, I we we read holes in seventh grade and i loved it and then it was like because the movie was coming out at the same time we got like our field trip was we got to go see the movie nice <laughs> everybody got popcorns the first time i read it was when we read it in book club dang really mm-hmm. i never read it as a kid interesting yeah yeah. It's a good one. It is good, yeah. I just feel like it's one of those books, like, I mean, again, we were reading it as adults, like, in our 30s or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is a good book. Like, I don't know what the age group is it for, but I was like, I feel like this would be a book that, like, my nephew would like. Yeah. Uh, he's 10, so I don't know, like, I need to look at, like, what the age is to see. We, I like, I know 6th, 7th, 8th, like, middle school, so, like, probably. yeah. Like, 11, 10. Yeah, he might be able to do fine with it. Yeah. I just, like... Have you seen the movie? No. (gasps) You need to watch the movie, because it's got this great, like, song at the end. Okay. (laughs) That all the actors got together. (laughs) Well, I remember when it came out, because, like, Shia LaBeouf was a big star, like, when we were, like, like, with Disney and stuff, and even Steven, so... I remember when that movie came came out. Uh, But, yeah. That's a pretty great one. I'll send you the song on YouTube. Because they're all like, dig it, on, 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 dig it. <laughs> I probably know the song. Like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if I know the song, just because of how popular that movie was and stuff. But man, uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so we're, today we're doing our spring TBR, which means that our first book to read for spring TBR <laughs> is going to be Happiness, because that discussion is next week. Surprise! Not really. Don't, we discussed that, that last week. But yes, so Happiness and <sighs> Memoir, our sixth Reese's Witherspoon book, will be in discussion. And it looks like from what both of us have said, we have neither one of us have started it. Nope. Okay. I, um, well, 
I guess that just kind of jumps into the next one. But I, I was sitting there the other day and I was like, I could start this or I could start happiness. And we've both talked about how we think happiness is actually going to be making us like very sad at points. Yes. And I was like, I can't do that right now. No. <laughs> so I'm going to read this book instead. <laughs> so. But do you want me to just tell you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to, and, I thought you were going to go next, so that's why I was like, I won't say anything. That sounded so great. Um, no, so I started reading The Priory of the Orange Tree. Yay! So, and it's already, like, it always makes me feel bad, because I'm, I'm now on, like, suggest me a book on Reddit, and it, multiple times I have seen, like, I just want a good fantasy book mm-hmm. like a newer fantasy book whatever and i keep seeing that one pop up over and over again so i was like okay and sure enough first chapter is like mystery man from like first of all the, the map takes up like four pages in the book nice which is always just like yes yeah and then the the opening it ends with like some of the dragons coming out and they're described as being like very like jewel encrusted which i like mm. it's game of thrones dragons you know they're a little gray yeah, they're not jewels anywhere no. on them. No. And and the, the guy, like, the chapter ends, and he's just like, oh, great, it's, I guess that's happening now. <laughs> like, so, okay, so yeah, that's next on my list. So, serious question about fantasy books. This is for anybody. How often do you return to the maps? So... For me, usually, if there's just a journey that's happening, yeah, I don't really ever look at it uh-huh. because I'm like, it's kind of a little bit like Dora. Like they've got to go through the mines. They come out in this forest. They have to climb up this mountain. Like you know, like it's like a one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going from east to west kind of thing. But I found myself a lot more with these ones where they're a lot more like strategy mm-hmm. based. Okay. Um, so like especially in the first like. In a Game of Thrones, yeah. that book, I find myself referencing it a lot more because I was like, so like, I was like, where's King's Landing versus mm-hmm. this over here? And then you've got this here. And so like, that makes sense why they would have to like, that's what makes this strategic. So like, it, yeah. it helps when there's more, yeah, like, like, I guess, like political. Yeah. How long they have to travel? Who's blocking mm-hmm. their way? Why do they have mm-hmm. to talk? Why do they have to meet with this family first to like, have access to cross kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, why is this such an important family to gain your, yeah. like, to gain their, like, their loyalty from? And you're like, oh, because they control all the docks and the yeah. shit, like, you know, and the, yeah. like, the fisheries and the food. Like, it, like, it makes more sense when it's, yeah, when it's less of, like, a journey and more of. Yeah, like, why they chose poli- this... Like, political intrigue strategy. Yeah, like, why they chose this specific way to go and stuff. Okay. Yeah, because I, I'm, I feel like I'm the same. Like, I might look at the map. When you first start reading, or not when you start, like, right before you read, but then it's like, you don't know <laughs> anything about the book yet, so you're just looking at a map, and you're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Especially this one, because I thought it was just that, like, <laughs> like the one page. And then I turned it over, and I was like, oh, there's islands over here. <laughs> yeah. That's so oh. funny. Ooh. So. Ooh. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so I... Finished the catastrophe memoir. Yeah, finally. I think, like, the story was really good. Like, he's a really good storyteller about, like, talking about how his family was constantly on the run and everything. I think, like, at the end, like, the probably the last 50 pages of where he's just doing the research of trying to figure out what happened, that's kind of where it just got a little slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I was... Like, I definitely was, like, this is a great memoir of, like, just the mystery aspect of, like, wanting to know why, like, your family's on the run. And then, like, this happened in the 1950s. So to, like, learn about, like, like how much the cost of a house is or, like, I think he was, like. Yeah, I off- when they're, like, it's a McDonald's wrapper and yeah. 50 cents and you're, like, damn. Yeah, like, he was, like, I offered $175 to buy the car and I was, like, what now? <laughs> I'm like, that's the price of insurance. You know, there's somebody, you know, there's somebody now who's like, that's how much it takes to fill my truck. No, I know. I was like, that's the price of insurance, but okay. Yeah, it just it's crazy to me and like how much they make an hour and just. So I found that really intriguing because, like, again, he lived through that, and so this is coming directly 
So I found that really interesting. That's cool. Do they, so they like reveal what was actually. Yeah, it was more like, so during that time, um, like it was like, if America thought you were like a communist or supporting the communist party, you kind of. Is that like our one theory we did not have? That's like the most obvious one. Yeah. Like it was just very political. Like first off, I believe she came over illegally. Like she said that she was married to his dad and they weren't because he was, he was already married. Um, and so like, I think there was like no papers on her, but like the FBI, I think she was seen at like a few like parties that were like political parties that were supporting communists. And I think it was because her brother was doing that and she was like helping him like just set up things like it was never really anything and so you're automatically like on the list and so the FBI would come around every so often and be like have you seen her or have you seen him or whatever and like at one point like his family that was in Boston like had no idea like they were just like straight up like we don't know where he ran to like sorry and a lot of, like, things that he did for a job were, like, you know, paid in cash kind of thing. So there was no, like, paper trail or, like, taxes or anything to, like, find out where he was. And, like, when one of the daughters was, like, applying for school, for college and, like, trying to get, like, um, loans and stuff, they needed, like, her parents' information. And her parents were, like, not going to happen. We're on the run again. And so she didn't, like, she didn't get to go to school, like... Cause she couldn't like get loans and stuff. And so she became really upset with them and was like, what is going on to the point of like where I can't even go to college kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it's interesting like to see and like, but then they're like living the American dream. Like he truly believes like this is, if he just finds a really good job that pays well, like they can have this American dream and it just, it never really happened for him. So it was kind of like sad for the dad or whatever that he, like they weren't like murderers or anything that did anything crazy. And he just wanted to live the American dream with his wife and kids. And like, it just never happened for him. But I'm sad. (laughs) Yeah. And like when he, when the son was like trying to get like the files from the FBI, like a lot of times, like, the FBI, they said, like, oh, we lost the files, and sometimes they don't release them because they don't want to be embarrassed, like, that they were wrong about thinking somebody was, like, part of a communist party when they weren't kind of thing. Yeah. So. That definitely is, I mean, definitely not the darkest spot in our history, but definitely a dark one. Yeah. Where it's, all this time we've been preaching freedom of speech, freedom of thought, blah, 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 and then you've got, like, congressional witch hunts. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so that was the book that I, I think I just, I finished it like on Friday or whatever. So, nice. yeah. And then I'm currently reading A Steep Price by Robert Dugani, which is the sixth book in that Tracy Crosswhite series. That's what I'm currently reading. It's still wild to me that we read that first one. We were like, hey man, is this a series? And he was like, you'll find it. <laughs> and now he's, you know. Is the sixth one the current one, or does he have more? No, he has a tenth one coming out. Damn. But I, Good for you, Robert. Yes, look at him. And he has a bunch of other books, too, but, like, this is literally the only, like, the books that I focus on. But it makes it seem like that the tenth is going to be his final of the Tracy Crosswhite series, which I like. I like a, a series that has an end to it. Yeah, I like an author that can commit to finishing the series. Yeah, oh. <clears throat> I was like, who are you calling out, okay? I'll say it. <laughs> well, <laughs> who are you calling out? Who am I not calling out? Because <laughs> yeah, I'll call out I'll call out one in about three books when we when there's one on my TBR that I'll call out as well. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, I'll go over since you talked about or do you want to do your next book now? Um, I don't care. Okay, I'll do mine. Okay. Okay. So, um, I had to kind of think about books that were on my book cart, but that were not in the TBR jar. (laughs) Because I was like, those are, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to read this, and then I don't draw it till November or something. (laughs) Right? That's like the, the, 
the Christmas book you gave me that is like the secret Santa one. Oh, I'm yeah. like, okay, I need to put, I need to keep this somewhere where I'm going to remember it at Christmas time. <laughs> at Christmas. I know. And it's not going to be like June of next year. And I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to read The Last House Guest by Megan Miranda. Surprisingly enough, this is also a Reese's book club. I think. I don't She's really... the one who did all the missing girls, right? Is that her name? Or I mean, that's the title? Yeah. Um, I just read it. Oh, yeah. All the missing girls. Yes. Okay. Because I, I have read that one. Oh, okay. So. And then she's also read, uh, wrote The Perfect Stranger. So um, I think I don't realize how many books have been on like Reese's Book Club. It's like, been going on for quite some time. Yeah, like, it's just crazy to me, like, the likelihood of you picking up a book and it having that sticker on it is very likely, I feel. Um, so, just a quick overview of this one. Little Port, Maine has always felt like two separate towns, an ideal vacation enclave for the wealthy, whose summer homes line the coast, and a simple harbor community for the year-round residents, whose livelihoods rely on the service to the visitors. Typically, fierce friendships never develop between a local and summer girl, but that's just what happens with visitor Sadie Lohman and Littleport resident Avery Greer. The girls are inseparable until Sadie is found dead. While the police rule the death a suicide, Avery can't help but feel there are those in the community, including members of Sadie's family, who blame her. Someone knows more than they are saying, and Avery is intent on clearing her name before the facts get twisted against her. So, I chose this because I think the past few weeks we've kind of talked about, like, that slump that I've been in, and I feel like a fast-paced thriller might get me back into the swing of things. So, did you like All the Missing Girls by her? I read that, like, January 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. Which doesn't sound like it should be that long ago, but was like it was. a handful of years now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember well, thinking, like, maybe not not like necessarily a good twist, but like it's something I couldn't quite figure out. Yeah. But there, there, I feel like with any of these books, especially now, there's always that frustrating, like we've talked about it, where you're like, you're a smart character and you can't see this thing that's so obvious in front of you. Yeah. So. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like the writing was pretty good, and it was an mm-hmm. interesting because that's the one where um, her friend goes missing. Like there's some missing girls, and then there's like a current missing girl after all these <laughs> years. So she kind of comes back. And, yeah. Um, I feel like that's that's a pretty popular like trope of like something happened twenty years ago. Like your friend went missing. And then you return to that town, and then girls start going missing again. There's, yeah, um, We Are All the Same in the Dark was similar, where um, it was, I guess not, like, similar, because she never left the town. (laughs) But but it was, um, like, this girl goes missing, her father is murdered, her brother is the main suspect, and she was, like, dating the brother at the time. Mm -hmm. And then everything's fine, and then the brother finds like he's a suspected serial killer he finds a girl on the side of the road and she kind of takes her in and like years down the line and uh starts like mentoring her and stuff like that to figure out kind of to like clear the the guy's name or whatever yeah. but it's very interesting it was one where i didn't know if it was real or not because they opened up like it was a true crime documentary <laughs> and i was like wait a minute <laughs> I got this in fiction. <laughs> I think I remember you talking about this one. <laughs> it was a good audiobook. Yeah. It was, just, it was set in Texas. And so some of the accents were a little little funny where I was like, that's, <laughs> I know East Texas, and that's not an East Texas accent. <laughs> um, also, I was watching um, a YouTube video yesterday, um, like of a, booktuber or whatever and she was talking about like one of the scariest books that she ever read and that like she wanted to read a book that scared her but this book scared her so much that she ended up like hating it because it scared her so much and so 
I'm going to ask you your thoughts on this, because I know you've read this book, and I have this book. It's not on my spring TBR, but I want to know your thoughts. I'm thinking of ending things. Oh. Like so she's... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say scary, more of like, like everything's off from the beginning. So you're okay. like immediately on edge. Okay. And it's one of those things where, kind of like, I'm trying to think. So not like haunted house scary where you walk in yeah. and everything's like boo. Jumpy. But think of it as like if you, like when you see pictures of like abandoned hospitals mm-hmm. and kind of like how things are still there and you're yeah. just like, you're not there, but you're looking at the picture and it's giving you that like, yeah, uh, like there's something off. Okay. It's like that through the entire book. <laughs> and I kind of want to reread it because people were saying you read it through first and then either you read it essentially backwards or you read through it again understanding what it was and you start picking up on all of these little things interesting yeah well it's in my tbr jar so i definitely will read it this year Mm -hmm. but i just would when she said that i was like i need to ask Lindsay like how like scary this was because no it's not like it's it's more of it's more unnerving yeah than like scary okay yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and the movie, the movie, I mean, I actually didn't enjoy the movie. I felt like some of the really good parts of the book were taken out. Yeah. But they did do a very good job of when she's at the house meeting her boyfriend's parents for the first time. Because mm-hmm. uh, in the book, there's all these like little discrepancies that start to pop up and okay. she can't quite figure it out. And since they're able to visually show that so much more, like, it kind of helps get that point across more, but yeah, it was, it was more of just like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I remember when you read it, I think we, you talked about it so much, like how, and then how good it was. And then you gave it to us for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it is a super small book. Like, I feel like, I feel like this is a one sitting kind of book. Like if I put my mind into it, I feel like I could easily, like finish this in one sitting so but yeah i just found that interesting so i was like let me bring that up real quick (laughs) yeah it's just and then there's one part where like in the basement like she goes into the basement and finds stuff and that's kind of the point where you look at it and you're like oh i know i think i know what's going on okay or i have an idea of what's going on yeah and the very end they get stuck in this school like this like high school and it's it's like winter storm so it's supposed to be empty yeah and they get stuck in there (laughs) so that's funny okay um, i'm excited i'm excited to read that one all right what is your next book babble (gasps) yay i gotta i gotta pick it back up and finish it finish it like i got like halfway through i'm like eight pages in but I, again, I'm mainly heard, because I want to, so, sorry, go ahead. I just was going to say, I've heard just so many good things about Babel and, and we know you loved the Poppy Wars, Poppy mm-hmm. War series. So I'm just, I'm really excited for you. And again, on suggest me a book, like Poppy War is a very, very like mm-hmm. popular suggestion for, um, uh, suggestion yeah. and somebody like did it and they said if you're gonna read poppy war you should read Babel because i enjoyed Babel more oh yeah it's like interesting i just because it they came out like two very different books yes or like books for series but and they came out Babel came out like closer to the end of 2022 mm-hmm. and so many people like immediately added it to like their like reads for the end of the year just so they could like read it and like they didn't waste much time Mm-mm. I have I have yellow face like the library doesn't have it yet uh-huh. but I have it as like alert me when it's available yeah. so I can immediately jump on a hold I feel like your spring TBR is like top like top tier like <laughs> I feel like you are gonna have like this amazing like reading month <laughs> well I remembered when I was trying to figure out like making this list and then I remembered last year where I was like I I want to go for like I want to get rid of all my like my bigger books yeah 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 and so 
like things are gonna be slower but it's getting all through these yeah because yeah, my next one's pretty big too okay well my next one so i have a shelf that has the books that i got from christmas and beyond so basically mm-hmm. any books from for 2023 and i haven't touched them because again i'm trying to focus on books that have been on my tbr for a while but one book when i got it super excited about i was like oh this would be a cute book to read in february around valentine's day we're now in april so that didn't happen it is maybe in another life by taylor jenkins reed oh yes um so this is just about hannah martin who she's 29 um she still doesn't know what she wants to do with her life and she goes out to celebrate um, her first night back in like Los Angeles with her friend Gabby and her high school boyfriend Ethan shows up and at the end of the night Gabby's like hey I can take you home and Ethan's like I can take you home so she kind of has a decision to make um, and basically it's like what happens if she leaves with Gabby what happens if she leaves with Ethan and this is kind of like the decisions that you make this is how your life would kind of turn out kind of thing interesting yeah it sounds super good and you know i love a good tjr book over here so was that what did i get you guys that one yeah you did oh okay yeah (laughs) i knew i had i just couldn't remember (laughs) yeah no you got us that one (laughs) so i'm excited to read that one but yeah yeah. um All right, my, this is my last one on my list. Because like I said, I'm trying to get through. And I'm hoping I'm second in line for it, so I should be able to get it soon. Okay. Is The Secret History by Donna Tartt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's another one that I've had on hold forever. And, like, it always pops up when I'm mid another book. And I'm like, I can't read this right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I'm going to, even if it's, like, mid-priority of the orange tree, like, I'm just going to take right. it, read it, get done with it. Yeah, because at least with, like, the other book, you own that one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be. And I do, I do have one where like, I'm 17th in line, both for the physical and the ebook. Okay. So like, I don't think I'm gonna get to it in the spring, but if something happens and I do get to it, then... yeah. Well, I feel like with ebooks, usually they have like more than one copy. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, there's people too that like have to pass up on it because they're not ready for it either. <laughs> like me. Yeah. <laughs> And with ebooks, the good thing is, is like people can't hold those like hostage. So like after two weeks or however long, like they... I have officially set all of mine for twenty one days. Oh, nice. So three weeks. See, I'm I think like, that gives me that gives me some wiggle room. See, ours... and I've only been able to do that on Libby. Oh, see, I don't know. We c- my library only allows fourteen days. It does. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought it was 21 days for books that had no one in mind, but, like, I was able to get um, some of these other ones for... Nice. Um, So I have, like, four more-ish books, but I can go through those pretty quickly. Um, We were talking about authors that don't finish series. Let's talk about James Patterson over here with the Women's Murder Club. Um, I want to read The Six Target. Well, I have to read The Six Target because this is the book that I selected for my March TBR jar, and we're in April. So probably should read it. (laughs) Um, But I'm pretty sure this series is not done. I think he's like on 20-something, and he just keeps writing. Same thing with his Alex Cross series. He just... Yeah. And I say he, it's usually a second author listed on that book, so I don't think that he's writing them, but I don't know. (laughs) Because he puts them out quick. I think it's, my understanding is for those books, it's, there's, like, the main writer, and yeah. then he comes behind and adds a little stuff to it, so, and he just slaps his name on it. Yeah. Um, and then I want to do a reread slash re-listen of Daisy Jones and the Six, just because um, the series came out, and this was one of my favorite books when we read it, and I just want to enjoy that again. Enjoy how excited I was when that when we did that for book club i uh have you watched daisy jones 
I've only watched the first episode, so I haven't gotten okay. too far into it. I haven't watched any of it. Okay. Because I feel like I just want to binge it all one day and I haven't had time. Yeah, because I think, and now all the episodes have officially come out. Because they were releasing, I think, like two every week or two or three mm-hmm. every week. So I think all episodes have now been released. Um, I actually thought about rewatching The Walking Dead. Because I've been seeing a lot of clips from like older, like newer seasons that I haven't seen that made it look really interesting. Really? Yeah, and I stopped around halfway through season, season uh, halfway through season seven. So, I don't know. I can tell you what episode I stopped on. I just don't know what season it was. Um, was it the one where Glenn dies? Yeah. That's yeah. That was that's season seven, and I stopped halfway through that one. Like their mid season break happened, and I just never picked it back. I. Up had recorded those episodes i knew that the premiere episode was where he died and i couldn't watch that so i turned it off and deleted all the episodes i got through maybe the first like that first guy that they kill in that episode abraham yeah yeah i got through like that and then i was like i know what's coming and i don't want to watch it anymore and i felt like the only reason i started watching the walking dead was because people at work were like this is the best show ever you should start watching it blah 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 so i will say like the first three seasons especially season two were amazing yeah and i want to say there was like when i started binging it there was maybe five seasons at that point like maybe the fifth season was getting ready and i had to binge watch four of them and i I mean i definitely remember like i obviously won't binge a show if i don't like it um but I think I was like, man, it's just the same storyline every season with just new characters. Like, they're going a different way. They meet a group of bad people. Like, <laughs> And I think I was just, like, getting tired of that. And I and then once I knew, like, that Glenn was going to die, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I was and, like. And people, I think, at first, like, I think that's the one where a lot of people stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I did draw... I did have issues with people who were like, that's so graphic, that should never have been on air, because that same week, American Horror Story had a scene where essentially the same thing happens to a character. I think it was like with a hammer, and it was like the same, and I was like, okay, well, I was like, first of all, Walking Dead is not a family show, so if you're watching with your kids, like, you're an idiot. Well, and also, I think it's on FX, which they're allowed to like their ratings well, AM, and it was AMC. Oh, AMC, sorry. Well. AMC, AMC sorry. was Walking Dead. FX was yeah. like, horror story. So both of them are very different than like your local TV channels that yeah. can have a lot more. And what do you mean that? It, like, did you not watch the first six seasons of The Walking Dead? Yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't like it. Was I mean, Glenn's eye popping out? That was a lot. Oh, oh I didn't know that. <laughs> So, oh well, yeah. It's um, not that I. But, the very the very first hit pops his eye out of the socket, and he turns and he looks at Maggie, and he's like Maggie, and you're just like, huh. oh no. So I can understand for people who, because Glenn's the one that dies in the comics this way, like Negan kills him. Yeah. And so I think for people who had read it or knew that that was going to happen, mm-hmm. like it was less of a shock. Yeah. I think, but you had the majority of viewers. Didn't, didn't know that that was gonna happen when i remember you and i like when we would talk about it you said like in the comics he does die at some point so we know that that's eventually gonna come mm-hmm. and so like again i knew it was coming i just didn't want to see it and then i was like it was just very very sad because like the ending it was kind of like what what could have been where it was all of them happy around the table and like Glenn was there with their kid. Oh. And so it was just like the ending was very like it was heart wrenching enough watching like this favorite character yeah. get killed in such a horrible way. But mm-hmm. then like the ending of like what could have been, you were like, Whoa. Yeah, that I mean Yeah, because I mean he was a character pretty much from the beginning, right? Like he was like he, season one. He's yeah, he was the one that first met um uh rick after rick got out of yeah the hospital so yeah he definitely was a fan favorite and i think i just i think at that point 
it wasn't hard for me to delete the episodes, and I, and I realized I didn't miss it. Like, I didn't miss the show. And, like, I heard, like, spoilers throughout, like, other seasons, and I was just like, or, like, when a character would leave, like, a main character would leave the show or the series. Like, I was like, oh, okay, like, because the show's been going on. Like, did the series eventually end, or is it still going? It ended last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think I was, I was okay with giving it up. Kind of like when I did the same thing for, like, Grey's Anatomy, because that show's still going. Like, God. it's been years since I've watched it, but, like, when I finally did stop watching it, I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, huh. Like, this is, I don't have to watch this anymore, and it's not a show I have to commit to, and every, like, every season, you're like, is this going to be the last one? And they're like, nope. <laughs> We're going to keep Man, going. I gave up on Grey's Anatomy right after they held that prom Denny died, and Izzy was like sobbing in oh, that prom dress. I was like, that's I. That's an early season. Yeah, it was like it was like episode two essentially. I was yeah. like, I really. Yeah. And Denny is played by Negan, or yeah. like the actor who plays that, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, oh, I love him. I I want to say the season where they had the shooter come in. So I, I did watch that episode. I remember um, watching it with my mom, and I actually made her turn it off halfway because I. I wasn't handling it very well, and I needed to, like, get myself together. Like, I just was not – things were happening too fast. I was like, I don't know who's supposed to die in this episode, and I'm not – my emotions were just all over the place. But I don't know that I finished that season. Like, I think that's probably the season where I fully stopped watching. I um, I remember watching that episode with my aunt – and then I also remember watching the episode with the, like, when the bomb came in, mm-hmm. and, um, crap, what's his name? He was in Friday Night Lights. Kyle, Kyle Chandler was, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bomb expert, and he died. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I remember, so, I was a freshman in college, and I think it was season two. I did not watch season one of Grey's Anatomy. So I think we were on season two and my roommate would go like to her sister's house on Sundays and like watch it or whatever. And for some reason, like there was like a part two or something that was on Monday and she's like, can we please just watch it? And I was like, yeah, I don't care, whatever. And I cannot remember for the life of me if it was the bomb episode or if it was the one where the two people were um, impaled by the like pole oh yeah and they can only save one yes i don't remember which one it was because those were both like in that same season i think it was the bomb episode because that makes more sense for a part two or whatever Mm -hmm. but i remember watching that with her and then i was like "Uh uh-oh i guess i'm watching Grey's anatomy now and that's kind (laughs) of when my like obsession with it started was like season two and that's when i met denny and so when denny died i was like what just happened I did not know we killed main characters. Like, I was like, what the heck? And I know he wasn't, like, a main character, but whatever. I just remember my, like, my mom was a nurse, and so she, um, like, so she watching it, and she she still maintained, she was like, ER and Scrubs were, like, some of the more accurate portrayals of what it's actually like to work in an ER or in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And she just, she got to the point, same thing with Denny, where she was like, everybody knows what's happening. She would have been banned from that room. (laughs) (laughs) So she could not establish a relationship with him. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it just shows how good of an actor Jeffrey Dean Morgan is to go from, like, this lovable character in Grey's Anatomy to going from, like, to a hated villain in The Walking Dead. Which I'm pretty sure people were still fans of him because it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> like, Well, and he, like, you hate him so much for what he did. But I do remember, like, follow-up episodes. Like, he was funny. Yeah. And, and I, that's part of the reason why I want to try watching it again is because some of the clips are of him, like, like, Judith, apparently, he's, like, on a, on a bike, like a, like a motorcycle, and Judith tries to shoot him, and he's, like, fuck, and, like, flies off. <laughs> <laughs> and I have heard that, like, he... Like, he legit, like legitimately kind of had a redemption arc Yeah, through it, and so... Uh... That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry, we got off a of topic, but whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We... No, no. Um, 
So I also want to read Lessons in Chemistry. Oh, yes. By Bonnie Garmus. So that's on my list. It's primarily on my list just because it's a borrowed copy from somebody at work, and so I feel really bad <laughs> holding that book. And then on my Kindle, I want to read um, The Perfect Marriage by Geneva Rose, and that's the one where the wife defends her husband, who is accused of murdering his mistress. And I think we talked about, like, is that a conflict of interest? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll find out if I read it. Um, but yeah, so. And then I can do my April TBR jar yes. to find out what else I'm going to read. Yes. Because let's add some more books. Yes. Here we go. Let me do some ASMR for you, people. Let me do my... <laughs> All right. This book is. Let me make sure. Okay, I thought I accidentally picked two. <laughs> I'm so excited. What the, is it? the house in the cerulean sea. Oh. oh. That's another one that I keep seeing all over. Uh, suggests me a book where somebody's like, "I just want something." Nice. nice and cozy and everyone's like there's nothing cozier than this oh i have i am so i'm so happy that just made my day yay okay so that's my april the house in the cerulean sea by tj clune well you'll have to let us know if it's actually cozy yeah <laughs> i keep hearing that too about um a cozy fantasy book uh legends and lattes yeah, I remember that one too. <laughs> like, I feel like that's on everybody's list about it, like a, what a cozy fantasy is. So I was like, oh, I saw it at Target the other day, and I almost bought it. And I was like, you're not buying books for yourself. Calm down. <laughs> well, if you if you want more cozy fiction suggestions, there's literally a subreddit called Cozy Fiction. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I need to get on there. I need to like look at the what is the thread called? It's. I'll send it to you. Okay, it's like okay. an entire like like subreddit like chat room essentially yeah dedicated to it i love that oh, and you man. don't you don't need to use like you don't need an account to look through it okay cool so. i i think this is a pretty good i'm excited for your books i'm interested to see the secret history with you because you and i had very different outlooks on the goldfinch yes but i've heard I feel like the secret history, I feel like I would like, because I did not enjoy the Goldfinch. Um, but I feel like I would like the secret history. <laughs> the secret history is, like, one that people always are like, this is prime dark academia, so. Yeah. And there's, like, a mystery to it, right? Like, that yeah. one? Yeah. And I feel like reading that in Babel, which is also... Like, Dark Academia back-to-back is going to be, like, that's going to be interesting. I feel like that should be your fall TBR. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm excited for your reading. I I feel like three highly rated, highly, like, recommended books that you see on list all the time. All the time. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited to hear about all these books. And I... I want to read Babel so bad. I want to read The Poppy War, but that is a lot of commitment right now that I cannot give. But and, I like, like, I will tell you, like, it is it is incredibly graphic at times. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that and, is one you'll need to... Yeah. Like, so, I feel like Babel is still a standalone, but it's by the same author. Like, once the... Because I don't even know what... The, I haven't even tried to put it, like, on hold or anything, so I don't know what the hold is here, but... Um, I just feel like books like that that have recently come out, it's usually like 400 and something in line. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you in, I'll see you in 2025. (laughs) So, but yeah. Um, Anything else? I felt like I had something else, but I don't think I did. I took off. I feel like, I feel like Yellow Face might be one we both could get into together. Okay, okay. I'm gonna look that one up too. Um, here, I've got it up here. How did these bitches even read this yet to rate it? It's, I want to know how people get arcs. Can we talk about that? I want to get an arc. So I actually, I actually looked that up. And yeah. a lot of it is like, you can go to a specific publisher. Like if there's an author you really like. Oh. Um, 
but then you can like specifically request through that do you have to have like street cred or something i don't <laughs> some so i think some of them it's like you have to promise you'll post a review somewhere yeah um, I don't know. I'll find the the article again that explained it. Because I think it would be really cool to get, like, an arc of a book that, like, like, Yellowface, for example. It comes out in May. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you got, like, a arc of it, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, so here's here's a brief description. Okay. What's the harm in a pseudonym? New York Times bestselling sensation Juniper Song is not who she says she is. She didn't write the book she claims she wrote, and she's most certainly not Asian-American. <laughs> Hello, the plot. So when there's one author, so authors June Hayward and Athena uh, Athena Liu were supposed to be twin rising stars, same year at Yale, same debut year in publishing, but Athena's a cross-genre literary darling and June didn't even get a paperback released. Nobody wants stories about basic white girls, June thinks. <laughs> so when June witnesses Athena's death in a freak accident, she acts on impulse she steals Athena's just-finished masterpiece, an experimental novel about the unsung contributions of Chinese laborers to the British and French war efforts during World War One. And so she sends this off and lets her publisher rebrand her as Juniper Song, complete with an ambiguously ethnic author photo. <laughs> um. And so... Emerging evidence threatens to bring June's stolen success down around her. So. Okay, so we know how much I loved the plot that I read last year. Yeah, it's, it sounds, yeah. It has, like, that same premise, except for on the fact that she's trying, she's pretending to be Asian. Like, in the plot, he didn't change his name, he just took the story, but because the person died or whatever, but I think for sure I would love that book. <laughs> I mean, it already has a 4.16 rating. Yeah, this person who gave it a a 2.5 out of 5 has said it's incredibly meta and discusses, like, Twitter and book ratings and Goodreads, like, as important plot points. (laughs) Somebody said, at this point, I'd read her grocery list talking about our (laughs) applause. There is this person did put at the end there trigger warnings for, I mean, obviously racism. Yeah. Um the sea slur suicidal ideation and sexual assault so oh that's so funny which i feel like i haven't looked at babel trigger warnings but um a whole host of trigger warnings go along with poppy war as well yeah so i think with any book you just uh, especially one that's not a cozy fiction like (laughs) trigger warnings are gonna be like you should always look up trigger warnings because I did not, for Verity, because I didn't really, I've never, I don't think I've ever really looked up trigger warnings to begin with. I There's not many things that will, like, upset me. Like, well, they might upset mm-hmm. me, but, like, it's not going to stop me from reading a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I read Verity, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, um, maybe there are, and there are definitely trigger warnings for it, but had no idea. <laughs> it was like, Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah. So I would say with Poppy Wars for sure, especially since you talk about how graphic it is, like definitely. But, yeah. yeah, it kind of uh, covers the. I mean, obviously it's, uh, like a alternate universe retelling of Chinese and Japanese relations, especially in yeah. some World War Two context, and like there was there was another suggest me a book. Um, posts where it was like I want I don't want the characters to be clearly good versus clearly evil like I want something ambiguous or the main character starts out with good intentions and then just goes off the rail and ends up evil and I was like so I was like I wouldn't necessarily call Rin evil in the poppy war but um all the characters kind of get a little morally ambiguous (laughs) towards it and I, I left out this is not a spoiler, but I yeah. left out the part where she talks about how she enjoys burning an enemy soldiers and, like, watching their eyes pop. Oh. Well, I, I feel like that's the same thing, like, with the Game of Thrones series. Yeah. Like, people loved Daenerys, and through season, like, 
like, when you finally see her, like, burn down the village or the city or whatever, like, people were, like, shocked. And I'm like, she's the daughter of the Mad King. Like, it's mm-hmm. in her, it's literally in her blood. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand why people were so upset with these storylines. And I'm like. It's, it's foreshadowed from the very beginning. From the very, even when you see her, like, where she seems to be helping, like, all the towns that she goes to and, like, in slavery. But she's like, but only if you join me. Only yeah. if you join my forces. I'm like, that's not how it should work. <laughs> like. No. So. But it's that same thing of, like, you think she's this amazing, good person or whatever, and it turns out she might just be as mad as her dad. Well, you know, with all that inbreeding. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I mean. With Joffrey. Yeah. Like, and her brother was crazy. Like, I mean, he didn't yeah. last very long, but he was crazy. One, so. of my, one of my favorite scenes out of the three that I've read so far is where they go to the temple and they're like, the only rule is you cannot spill blood. And so to kill him, they just pour molten gold over him. Oh my <laughs> so God, yes. Technically did not spill blood. Like burning gold. And he gets, his, he gets his crown. Yeah. He got his crown. He wanted his gold crown. He got it. Yeah, that's a... That was a great scene in the book, but they also did a really good job in the in the show as well to portray that scene. It's so. just, ugh, ugh. Ugh. but I just thought it was clever the way. They were like, <laughs> I thought you couldn't kill anybody. No, 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 we can spill blood. No, no, no. Listen, we just listen. burned that man <laughs> with gold. He said he wanted with a crown, and he got it. Yeah. He got it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess I have to get to reading because we have a lot of books. Happiness numero uno because oh, that is next week. That's, that's what I meant to do. I meant to look up oh. the official page count I have for happiness. Oh, that's not it. That's YouTube. The official, the official page count for what? Happiness. Because oh, okay. sometimes I think it's like, I mean, I'm, some people might get mad about this, but like, I don't always read like author notes or acknowledgements. And sometimes oh, like, oh, I... like this one about the author, like, it takes up it takes up pages I don't read. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. I don't ever count the acknowledgments or anything as the number of pages in the book. And usually, I do not read the acknowledgments. I'm going to be completely honest, or the notes, because a lot of time the notes are just like their sources. Yeah. So, I might look if I need to know where something came from. Okay, but it's just usually a list of sources. Oh, the other one that I would read if I have time and if it pops up is How to Sell a Haunted House by Greedy Hendrix. It's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, but I am 17th in line for that one. So Nice. Okay. I don't think. Um, but n- yes. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if there's not anything else, next week again is going to be our discussion on happiness and we will be announcing the next three books for Reese's Book Club. Dang. Yeah, I know. We're already seven through nine. Wild. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. So please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.